0: Can The Flash outrun the controversies surrounding Ezra Miller? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello everybody and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is the show where we answer your questions about movies, TV shows, comic books, flashes, so many flashes. Oh, Roxy, we've been talking about the Flash so much in our career and this today is no different. Uh today we are talking about the Ezra Miller starring 2023 release of The Flash. Been they've been trying to make that movie for 10 years and we finally got it. Controversial, absolutely. Uh but Roxy, before we get into all that, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing swell. I'm gearing myself up towards what inevitably is going to be a tough conversation of you and me not on the same page about something
0: well in my defense (laughs) i feel like in the nature of this movie it was always going to be a tough conversation there's a few hurdles that that must be cleared
1: (laughs) that is true that it is funny to watch everybody reviewing this like um i just feel like if you don't preface it then what the fuck yeah And and if you do preface it you, you almost are like excusing yourself for the choice that you've made.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tricky. And we're going to get into that because I did want to talk to you about what is... We're not there yet, but when we get there, I wanna what is the best way to tackle a movie like this? Like, cause cause I don't have an answer. Like, I don't know if, if maybe there isn't an answer, but we'll get into it. But before we do that, of course, if you want to listen to this uh, episode early, ad free, you want to watch it live, you want to check out Patreon exclusive content like Spider Versity or what we're into, you can do that over at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Please give us them five stars iTunes reviews. They're very helpful in having people find our show. And if you listen to this on Spotify. We ask you a question every week. This week's question was Who is your favorite Transformers character? Yeshu Wazalewski said, I can't remember the name of my favorite from back in the day, so I'm gonna go with my second favorite in Ironside. Yeshu, if you let me know what car it was, maybe I could let you know what Transformer it is. Uh, um, and Sailor Gains 18 says Rat Trap and RC. Now, Roxy, uh, last week when we were talking about Transformers, you said you didn't really grow up with Transformers like I did, but do you have a favorite? transformer like maybe from the michael bay movies one that offended you the least
1: <laughs> no i mean like i feel like the only ones i really could name are optimus prime and bumblebee
0: yeah the, that yeah if you're watching the michael bay movies yes i yes that is under except if you watch rise of the Beasts, then maybe mirage get, for me mirage would get up in there like oh mirage is pretty cool
1: like i can't even name name other ones
0: um Dinobot um uh, no Dinobot is a maximal uh Grimlock Grimlock is in um, I can't even ones. name
1: yeah I can't well, I can name two
0: and here's the part that bothers me I did grow up with Transformers and then thinking about the movies I'm like there was that one silver one that did something cool that one time and I can't remember his name I can't even remember what he did I just remember there was a silver car that I thought was kind of cool in one of the Transformers movies the end <laughs>
1: yeah no so i i didn't really answer your question but i i did the best i could dj so that has to count for something
0: and listen that is all we expect from this show it's not it's only stupid answers not only right answers. alright we all right we, all we're doing is the best we can do okay cut us some slack um speaking of slack no that transition doesn't work let's sure, do, sure, sure, Yeah. let's do news oh my goodness slacky news slacky news okay well fortunately the news this week all kind of lines up with our conversation so first up roxy i don't know if you saw this uh james gunn was on a podcast with michael rosenbaum uh inside you with michael rosenbaum um and he said a lot of things but the thing that's been picking up um some heat is he said the first dcu character for sure is blue beetle and the first dcu movie is superman referring to superman legacy the movie he's writing and directing do you have thoughts on this?
1: Um, you know, it, a couple. Blue Beetle is not under his reign. Like, yes. you know, that was made before him. And I I don't even think it was his call to move it from streaming to um, the theaters. Yeah, that I feel like been. that
0: was Zaslav.
1: I, I think so. Yeah. So... Um, i am curious what that means then like that this is the start of it also to me implies which i could be completely wrong about but that sasha Kaya is not our supergirl
0: um you know that i didn't think about that um but uh that is that is the implication
1: <laughs> yeah just that's what i that's kind of like my takeaway from that yeah um what was the distinction between superman's our first what and blue beetles our first what
0: So basically, Blue Beetle is the first DCU character. Character. Which to me implies that whether this movie counts in continuity, that expect to see this character moving forward with what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Whereas the first full, and what I think he, and we're having to interpret this here, what I think he means by movie, and you were touching on this, is that this is the first one under the gun saffron umbrella. Beetle's not part of that umbrella, but the character is the yeah but the this is the first production beginning middle and end under that umbrella superman legacy
1: i mean i think there's about zero worlds in which we experience no growing pains here right like (laughs) um regardless of how you felt about flash dj which we can get to i'm pretty sure you probably like sasha kaya because she's very good so Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people have been waiting to see her for a really long time A lot of people have been waiting to see Kiersey Clemens for a really long time as Iris West. Yeah, Um, A lot of people have been waiting to see a lot of people in this movie now. Some of the people in the Flash movie, it was like the last hurrah, but Mm -hmm. some of the people, it was the first hurrah. So I feel like this was specifically kind of a, not a shot at them, not like trying to, but like don't expect them to be in the DCU. That's what it's saying to me. Yeah. Uh, And I wonder why Blue Beetle, is different right like i don't really understand when when the character is still part of the old regime why the character gets to move forward but others don't
0: yeah and that's the thing i wonder if the implication is that nobody else is or that he wanted to make that distinction because it is a new we're being introduced to him just now and i wonder if maybe that it is it was he came in early enough in the it was already probably you know obviously dc's been working to rebrand itself for a minute it was already part of that effort and so it kind of got looped in because also what stood out to me in his initial Gods and Monsters announcement is a lot of those projects that he announced were projects that we already had heard at least rumors about, uh, uh Themyscira prequel show, Booster Gold. And so maybe a lot of that stuff was already in development and got repurposed to be Part of the new DCU and Blue Beetle kind of straddles that line like it was it was we're already kind of rebranding and so it kind of got was able to get sucked in without ruffling too many it's easy enough since it's new it's probably not that super connected to everything else you're part of it now
1: well it must be connected in no way
0: but that's the question we still don't know is jason momoa's aquaman going to be moving over to this uh they're still hemming and hawing about whether they're going to bring ezra miller back which is insane to me um you know like uh, uh i still have questions about gal Gadot because eh, it's like it we're not moving with forward with patty jenkins as gal Gadot not being a part of it uh the, and and i it's just her appearance in shazam and maybe other things it makes me question about whether like what what, what's going on there what are we doing there um why do Mm -hmm. we keep if we're done with her why do we keep paying her money to show up and things um so uh like you said growing pains growing pains yeah just i don't
1: know how we get out of this unscathed right like yeah If you have liked any character, so if you're at home and you're like, I love Wonder, I love Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, or you're like, I love Momoa or I love, um, Sasha Kaye, or I love like, if you, if there's anybody, if you're like, I love Margot Robbie, you know, like anybody that you've seen, if you love one or more of them, I don't think you get out of this unscathed because like, I think essentially that's what they're saying to us is we are moving forward and some of your, if not all of your people are not coming with us. Yeah. Um, and but I'll I say, just think it's weird. I think that the blue beetle aspect of it is weird.
0: Yeah. I will say Still for him
1: though, he's a fucking lovely guy. Oh, you um, met him? Yes. Cool. And, um, I think he's excellent, um, in Cobra Kai. And, yeah. uh, he's, he came to Collider a bunch, and he's struck up a friendship with Christian Harloff. And is very like, you know, he, like in his interviews and stuff, he talks a lot about his mom. Still has him take out the garbage, and like mm-hmm. he just like he's just seems like a genuine good, good yeah, mom.
0: Good job, totally. mom.
1: <laughs> totally, like you can't leave the house until the garbage is out. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. He, like he does his chores every day. You know, good. He's just like seems like a good kid um, with a good head on his shoulders. So. I, it's not not that i'm like well he should lose his job yeah, I, yeah. i'm so not saying that i just am, i'm confused i'm conf- i'm rightfully so i'm confused i follow these stories every week and yeah. i'm confused
0: yeah I, I feel like my instinct and maybe this would be the wrong thing is is kind of like to your point it's like i, I think picking and choosing puts you in a bind so i'd be like score any." man Anybody, anybody that was in the old DCU is not coming back. I'm not going to say yes, you no, you nope, no, but we're starting from scratch.
1: (laughs) I kind of feel that way, DJ. And like, that sounds very cutthroat and I don't like it coming out of my mouth. However, I don't like, if you, if you say everyone's cut, then people can't really be upset that one person's been cut because then it
0: doesn't seem like you're picking favorites and then it gives you a very easy out with people like Ezra Miller nobody's coming back
1: right exactly exactly like people who are like what the fuck though how are you gonna cut Ezra well because we cut everybody so it just like and I feel like they're not doing that um which because
0: he's got his peacemaker peeps and listen I uh, I love peacemaker I love John Cena's peacemaker I love Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn but again just I, I think you and I are both touching on the same thing if you start saying yes uh yes margot robbie no henry cavill regardless the merits of that decision it looks like you're playing favorites
1: yeah i mean clearly to me and like the the only people that we've actually gotten announcements for right are the rock is not coming yeah um or at least not now (laughs) it was that announcement (laughs) um
0: henry cavill's out
1: henry cavill's out
0: and Ben Affleck's out. Ben Affleck is out of uh, yeah. And Ben
1: Affleck is done. Yeah. So we haven't heard about Ezra Momoa or Godot. Oh, and no. and I guess we haven't gotten this announcement, but Ray Fish, Cyborg is done. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. It it is uh, unlikely that he will return.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I don't know what, what they're holding on to, but that Aquaman one, like. I guess we still have a movie to get to. Like we still yeah. have. They're,
0: even if he's out, they're not going to be like he's he's got a movie on the horizon. We're not going to be like he's out. Like,
1: <laughs> and same thing with Ezra, I suppose. Yeah. The Gal one, I don't
0: know. That's tricky. That's tricky, especially. I think, uh, truthfully, um, I would think Momo is up there, but like um, Gal and Margot Robbie are two of the trickiest because they are two of the best, most well received. It's one of those like if the DCU did anything right, Wonder Woman Harley Quinn, we did we did pretty okay with.
1: <laughs> right. Totally. I I feel like though if I'm gal and i'm maybe not gal gal i do think margo started her own production company and yeah margo does not
0: need harley quinn
1: (laughs) seemingly is having no problem booking things you know like she's about to be in the biggest movie of the year yes Yes, i just called barbie the biggest movie
0: i mean listen i i don't doubt it i don't doubt it i don't know if that will be the case but i if i it happened i'd be like yeah it makes sense (laughs) so
1: uh barbie for all of the academy awards yes so i don't think she's sitting there but gal seemingly is having a little bit of a trickier time Mm -hmm. um but also i don't know how much of that is about her like personal life being a billionaire and maybe not needing to work
0: yeah
1: um so yeah i I don't know tj i don't know i think the superman one feels very clear-cut right Mm -hmm. we have a new guy playing superman and it is a we're writing it and it's new and it's different Mm -hmm. then we've got the batman news that we'll talk about yep. this is all like new stuff on the horizon The blue beetle one feels a little blurry yeah uh, and what's going on with our actors that we haven't cut yet feels blurry
0: yeah mike joyce says in the chat uh, i guess that means ezra's not coming back i do not know that that's what that means um it doesn't mean what you think that it means i sure that it means what you think that it means uh, leonard kent says i'm glad this is being discussed because i'm still confused by what he meant um do you think
1: he thought when he said it that he was being clear or do you think he knew he was being cagey
0: um good question i didn't actually listen to the audio i think it was like i'm being as clear as i can be uh with you know what i mean between ndas and shit like that like um uh, but i would imagine he thought because something i have liked about this is how seemingly comparatively direct james gunn has been me too that's what i was talking about the other day yeah, I think regardless of how the movies turn out or whatever, I think James Gunn himself has been a net positive to this direction and that like the he's he's kind of been direct, he's been good about hyping it up. He's almost reminded me a lot of you mentioned the rock earlier but him and like Ryan Reynolds of like you're good at this part. You're good at like creating buzz around this shit. So whether I like the way the movies turn out, I think from a business perspective, you being here has been the most positive vibe that the DCU has had for a while, which is wild because you're making very controversial decisions. (laughs) Yeah,
1: totally. Totally. Um, Yeah, I
0: agree. Kayla Marie says, maybe Blue Beetle doesn't tie into anything existing and he liked the character and actor. So he wants to move on. I mean, we'll see. I'm excited for Blue Beetle. I feel like I'm one of the few i I like the back-to-basics nature of it. I like that actor. I like the character. It's like, I'm, I'm on board. Um, so we uh, will see. But as Roxy alluded to earlier uh, yesterday when we were preparing for the show, it was confirmed that Andy Muschietti is confirmed to be directing Batman, The Brave, and The Bold. Um, so, for, so for those not keeping track, The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson, still its own thing. Um, meanwhile, as part of the DCU, is Batman, The Brave, and The Bold having Bruce Wayne team up with his son, Damian Wayne. And James Gunn put out this. He said, we saw the flash even before taking the reins at DC studios and knew we were in the hands of not only a visionary director, but a massive DC fan. It's a magnificent film, funny, emotional, thrilling. And Andy's Andy's affinity and passion for these characters and this world just resonates through every frame. So when it came time to find a director for The Brave and the Bold, there was only one choice. Luckily, Andy said yes. Barbara signed on to produce with us, and we were on our way. They're an extraordinary team, and we couldn't have uh, have better or more inspiring partners as we embark on this thrilling new adventure in the DCU. Roxy, what do you think about Andy Muschietti directing Batman, The Brave and the Bold?
1: To be honest, I would have bet my arm on this. <laughs> so. It didn't feel like an announcement. So you get to,
0: to keep your arm, but you're positive about it. You got to keep your arm.
1: <laughs> yeah. I Like to me, this felt like the safest, easiest move. And yes. right now when everything else is in turmoil, I feel like they needed some kind of like gimme to the audience. I happen to love this because of, of obvious reasons that we will get into, but I love the flash. I yeah. loved the flash. I also love it and I love it chapter 2. Yeah. Um and honestly I feel like those movies give me a clearer idea of what he is going to be able to do with Batman mm-hmm. than the Flash. Yeah. Which I know sounds very strange, but I think he's great. I'm a big fan of Andy Muschietti. I think that if you watch interviews with him like when he was giving Sasha Kaye the role Yeah. You know, that zoom video that went viral. Yeah. He seems so genuine. And like they said, he seems like a massive DC fan, whether you like what he did with the property or not, you have to like, he knows his shit. Yeah. And I think that that's great. Um, do I feel like there are other names that might've been a little more fun to be thrown out there? Like, Mm -hmm. yes, but uh, this works for me totally.
0: Yeah, I think from a business perspective, when you talk about this being a safe bet, I feel like there's a lot of validity to that. From a um, and, and I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think maybe in that sense, it's the right call. From a creative perspective, I've learned between not particularly liking the It movies and not really liking The Flash. I don't really like the decisions Andy Muschietti makes he makes in my opinion makes very broad kind of cheesy decisions um and so you I, didn't like
1: it or it too I didn't know that
0: no I don't I just I think I think he uh can't get out of his own way he makes decisions that like I think undermine what the movie's trying to do um mm-hmm. And
1: can you give me an example so I know yeah I, know what you I can't mean. give I you know an example
0: the 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 one I always kind of go to and again this is just an example of a broader thing that I don't think works about the it movies but in the very first scene what's happening in the scene I don't know if it's the first scene it's an early scene where Pennywise is trying to lure the kid into the sewer what's supposed to be happening is Pennywise is luring this child into the sewer is tempting him in here it's supposed to be alluring meanwhile Pennywise is like frothing at the mouth and his eyeballs shooting over here and he looks like a fucking demonic nightmare so it makes the kid look like a fucking idiot um and it's just the wrong decision. It's it's it is on the surface. It's very surface level. On the surface it's creepy, but within the context of the scene it doesn't work. What would be creepier is if it is alluring. If you kind of see how the kid would be lured into this. If Pennywise doesn't look like a fucking nightmare but seems like, "Well, I like clowns and he seems fun." You know what I mean? Like um and those are the type of decisions and I obviously I can't get into it with the flash with spoilers. Yeah, yeah. But like there's there's decisions where I'm like, well, this is kind of stupid um, and it doesn't. And I think it I think it It again on the surface in the moment I could see why somebody would think it works. But within the context and the fabric of the greater movie, it kind of undermines what we're trying to do. And so I, it just doesn't vibe with me. I don't I don't like um, mm. the decisions you make. But good news for me. The Batman Two still coming out. Batman Part Two still coming out. So I still have a, a Batman I can be like, yeah, on board, way on board. Uh, that's confusing, bro. <laughs> what's confusing?
1: That the Batman Two is like, it's confusing. It's confusing. Listen,
0: you're not wrong that that's confusing. But again, good for me because I like the Batman. <laughs> uh,
1: it's confusing that the I, it's not spoilers about the Flash movie the. Things that are in the trailer, right?
0: Yeah, if it's in the trailer, I would not cons- constitute it as spoilers.
1: Okay, so it's confusing that we have two Batman mm-hmm. to that I'll, I'll say, yeah, whatever, in the trailer for the <laughs> yes. Fla- uh, Flash movie that we've got the Batman two, yeah, and that we've got now a director for a new Batman movie. For I guess for me it's actually not that confusing, but if if you don't know what you're doing, don't you think for a normal person that would be fucking confusing?
0: I that's a good question. I wonder if we've ingrained this enough in audiences that they're down with this. It makes sense in the sense that. As a comic reader, there's always like fifteen Batman books on the shelf. So I'm surprised it took them this long to be like, here's like a dozen Batman. Uh but uh That's you're true, you're...
1: but moviegoers are not are often not comic book
0: readers. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think It will be tricky as the, I don't know, we're leaning hard in the multiverse stuff. So maybe audiences are familiar with it. But I do think for the general audience of like, fucking, which Batman is this? Is this one going to hang out with the Flash or not? What is the deal? And I will say, again, without spoilers, I don't know that the Flash movie clears that up at all. Like, wait, which fucking, what are we doing? What reality is Esther Miller in at the end of the movie?
1: (laughs) I guess people love Spider-Verse, right?
0: Yeah, but I think you're you are correct in that those lines are actually there's not an Andrew Garfield Spider Man and a Tom Holland Spider Man running concurrently. We have Tom right. Holland who got to hang out with the old ones, but they're still the old ones, and we've got Miles who's animated. So, so I think your point still remains in that, like we'll have to see how it runs concurrently i mean we also have the joker which technically has a different bruce wayne running around and
1: are they running concurrently dj what what is When is is this our last the batman do we or do we get a three because i know there was always a plan for three
0: i hope we get a three
1: and if we get a three then they've got to be running concurrently right we're not gonna wait we're not gonna wait seven years to see
0: yeah, I feel like... Well, because again, like you said, we're not waiting that long. Superman Legacy, I think, is 2025. So um, I feel like there's a good chance Brave and the Bold comes out like a year before or after The Batman Part 2.
1: Huh. Okay, if if Superman comes out 2025, it's not asinine to think that Batman won't come out until 2027.
0: Well let's see, does it have a release date? Let's find out.
1: And do we trust that release date?
0: <laughs> that is a better question. <laughs> do we trust that release date? The brand And do
1: brain. and who's on strike. Yeah, wait, actually and I don't I don't think it does. It. I
0: think the only one that has a release date is at this point is Superman Legacy. And again, which is right now, as of right now, July eleventh, twenty
1: twenty five. So, so it's so not crazy, right, DJ, to think that the Batman movie um could come out in 2027
0: the brave and the bold yes yes
1: so and when is the batman 2
0: i'm looking into that right now right now it says off oh, a quick google so take this with a grain of salt initial release date is october 3rd 2025 so the same year superman legacy
1: so is it possible that they do a 2025 and 2026 bat the batman two and three and then 2027 we start with our new batman
0: it is possible i hope because again i like the batman movies so i don't want i don't want it to be replaced by Andy buschietti's batman brave and the bold particularly but yes that is it is it is a possibility
1: maybe they are hoping that they wrap out the batman before that
0: I think, and to add validity to your point, um, James Gunn, I think, I don't have the quote in front of me, said something about like, oh yeah, Superman and Lois isn't going any way, any, uh, anywhere in the next couple of years. But I do I do think it's interesting. There's rumors that the next season of Superman and Lois is the last season. And I, that's interesting that it's the year before Superman Legacy. And I also part of me wonders, is it an accident that the Flash movie came out the year the Flash show ended? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so but yeah, also what DC
1: shows do we have right now?
0: Superman and Lois. Yep, yeah, that's it.
1: Doom Patrol Titans all done? Yep. Stargirl? girl hmm Hmm. Interesting.
0: Yes. Superman and Lois is it? It's still on the CW for whatever that means, as they that Yeah, but you kinda... know what
1: was so weird? My friend the other day that I took, oh, you met my friend um, who I took to see The Flash, yes. my friend from high school. Yeah. And he likes this stuff, but isn't that into it. And he was yeah. like, you know what I just binged on HBO? And I was like, what? And he was like, Superman and Lois. Yeah. Or, or, or something like, you know what HBO show I just watched, whatever, yeah, yeah. and I was like, whoa.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Max. Uh, I'm, I'm, like- so- I'm sorry, Max. <laughs>
1: Like you did not just watch superman and lois on hbo that's not what happened
0: that is actually. not i gotta i gotta we gotta clarify some things all right i don't want you su- as much as we like superman and lois we're not gonna let you sully the hbo brand
1: <laughs> it's just not i mean
0: we're gonna let the happens. idol sully the hbo brand sorry sorry sorry
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we, i've got to talk to you about that
0: i'm excited tune in for what we're into holding off the main event let's talk about the flash Oh my goodness! Uh, this is directed by Andy Muschietti, who we were just talking about. Written by Christina Hodson from Birds of Prey and Joby Harold, who just worked on The Rise of the Beast movie. Um, Barry Allen uses a super speed to change the past, but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes, forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future. And of course, this is starring Ezra Miller, Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, Sasha Calle, Michael Shannon, um, Ron Livingston, Chrissy Clemens. As of this recording, it might have changed, but as when I was writing this doc that we're working off of, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 67% um, Rotten Tomatoes score and an audience score of 88%. The Flash is funny, fittingly fast-paced, and overall ranks as one of the best DC movies in recent years. And The, uh, the Batman movie just came out last year, everybody. Um, anyway, um, Roxy, let's start with you. You've already, you've already said you liked... Well, no, actually, let's start here. Sorry, let me start with this. Before we get into anything else, if you've listened to this show, we've we've been charting the course of Ezra Miller's crime spree. Um, and uh, as a reminder to myself, as much as anybody else, uh, Ezra Miller uses they, them pronouns. If I do happen to... Because, you know, we record this live. If I do happen to, to confuse that, um, it's not because I don't care. It is because I'm an idiot. Um, uh, but uh, just putting that up, up front what is the best way? What is the responsible way to cover a movie like this? And what does that look like?
1: Mm, Well, uh, I mean like, yes, by acknowledging that thousands of people work on a movie and Ezra's one of them Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: saying that deciding to see this movie is not in fact, you giving your soul support to one person. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's like, we all have our own lines, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody who's like, I'm not seeing this movie because I don't support Ezra. I'm like, word. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to try to convince anybody to see this movie.
0: Yeah. And I
1: don't think anybody should try to convince anybody to see any movie. They don't want to see. Yeah. Uh, kind of like drugs, right? You don't want to convince mm-hmm. somebody to take a drug. They don't want to take. Cause they're mm-hmm. probably not going to enjoy it. Yeah. You don't want to convince somebody to see a movie. They don't want to see. Cause they're probably not going to fucking like it. Like, mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be anywhere they don't want to be.
0: That is, by the way, that's an amazing PSA. Listen, don't try (laughs) and convince people to take drugs because then they might not like the drug. You want them to like the drug.
1: (laughs) Honestly, it's how I feel, DJ. Anybody who ever tells me like that they're not a cannabis user and then you see people be like, you should try it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, why? Mm -hmm. Like do whatever you want to do in life. I I don't need you to do anything you don't want to do. Um, So I'm not out here like telling people you should go see The Flash because it's amazing. Yeah. I'm out here saying, if you do go see The Flash, yeah, here is how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, so I think that that's the most responsible way to do it. Is it perfect? No. Like and is my line even clear? No, I feel like it's very fucking unfair, right? Like I, I have a I had an easier time watching The Flash than I do listening to Kanye West yeah. now for me, that's because Kanye West is one person. Mm -hmm. um i have an easier time listening to the jackson five than i do to michael jackson like is that does that make any sense to anybody maybe a little bit is it flawless logic no um i had an easier time watching hacksaw ridge than i do um what women want whatever like just
0: depending on if yeah i think you're i think you touch on something like uh really true about this that I think we could acknowledge more is that shit like this is messy. Yeah. It's messy. And like you said, everybody has their own line. Like there's stuff like... And like you said, you can't... I'm not going to tell anybody what you should or should not enjoy. I didn't get the new Harry Potter game, even though I heard it was good because I just don't... Not not even less because I don't want to support J.K. Rowling, which I do not want to do that. But also just because it's not... I'm not really comfortable with that franchise anymore. Like I'm just not... Uh, uh, but then again, easy for me to say, I was never like the hugest Harry Potter fan anyway. Like that's an easy line for me to draw.
1: <laughs> right. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Some of them are easier than others, you know, like, yeah. so I think it's messy and not fun for us to have to navigate. And I kind of wish that we didn't have to navigate uh, and, yeah. but we do because you can't pretend you don't know something that you do know.
0: Um, yeah. I was just hearing the other day, I guess there's shit going down with Tenocha Huerta who played Namor i guess he's been accused of some shit and it's like fucking god fucking damn it can we just fucking just stop everything cut it out um yeah um, and and
1: then like the i think the only really irresponsible way to cover this is are you like a lot of people are going around and saying that the whole point of this is that ezra is innocent like ezra <laughs> being in this movie proves their innocence and it's like
0: that's not how anything works
1: <laughs> that's just so not true um You know, and there's like campaigns out there right now, like the that start with the Iceland choking, saying that that was a joke, that run all the way through the burglary, um, saying that that was like saying that things have been dropped, therefore innocent, and that's also not what that means. Yeah. Um, So I think it's really problematic that there are people out there who genuinely think that Ezra Miller is like full blown innocent and did not do any of the things that they're being accused of. Yeah. That's That's, like, a huge problem with society, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's crazy. And it's contradictory right now. It's hysterical to see, not to make this my own little political soapbox, but it's hysterical to see people who align with the right so heavy standing up for Ezra
0: Miller's
1: actions— because we don't want to cancel them,
0: mm-hmm. but then
1: refuse to admit that trans people exist. Yes. So it, it's just like they must be fucking ripped apart inside, right? Yeah, now, the, just, it, it is just one of those.
0: Like I'm, j- it really is. Like I'm just contrarian. I just don't yes. want whatever the right answer is. I'm choosing the wrong answer, and it's like, all, all right, yes. I guess if that's because you, you don't believe this life. person
1: exists. But if they do exist, they're <laughs> innocent. Yeah, like what? What is that? That's
0: it's just, the same brainworms that it's like. Listen, I didn't steal those files, but if I did, I'd be innocent anyway. It's like, well, fucking, what are you, then what are, what are we doing? What's going on? What are we
1: doing? So yeah, again, I'll get off my little political soapbox yeah. because it's not the point of this movie, um, yeah. but I think that it's irresponsible to not acknowledge that there is an Ezra Miller of it all. Um, yeah. And then I think it's also irresponsible to let that cloud your review of a movie unless it is relevant to the movie so for example and i won't give spoilers but there was a few lines that ezra miller delivers the flash delivers in this movie or Mm -hmm. the uh, coming from the flash in this movie that were uncomfortable to watch i don't i don't know dj if you notice i would swing my head up and look at you (laughs) like lines about drugs or Mm -hmm. like romantic th- there was certain lines where i yeah. was like i'm distracted right now truly mm-hmm. like i can't pretend i'm not i'm seeing ezra miller say this i'm not seeing barry allen say this i'm seeing ezra miller say this and i'm fucking distracted
0: yeah but- that's interesting because I, I i think weirdly i felt that more with certain lines in ted lasso like wh- is this Jason yeah, saw, today because talking today about too. but i think because i was so put off by the rest of the movie that I, that part didn't even it didn't even phase me. I will say while we before we move on from this particular topic, I also push back. I've heard some people um talking about it, saying like listen, you know, it's fine if you're bothered by the Ezra Miller stuff, but if that's going to you shouldn't review the movie then. And it's like, well that's not how Human beings work. That'd be like me saying, "Listen, if you are just really excited to see Michael Keaton in this movie, you should. If that's going to cloud your review, you shouldn't review." It's like, no, nothing happens in a vacuum. You know what I mean? Like, you're gonna be like, you're you're gonna be. There are people that are gonna like be more predisposed to like this movie because Michael Keaton's in it. He's great in it. That's fine. Um, And there's gonna be people that are more predisposed to not like this movie because of the issues around Rosa Miller. That's how human beings operate i don't know what to tell you like i you know what i mean you can't i, I don't think it's that i i guess I'm, I'm uh concerned that people will use the ezra miller stuff like people people just don't like it because of ezra miller it's like well no there's there's other reasons to not like this movie
1: <laughs> <I think laughs> that's exactly what people are saying dj yeah. it's okay to not like this movie but it's not okay to go see this movie and not like it because ezra's in it that's not fair to the movie i
0: think um, is that yeah but i don't know that that's fair because also i think ezra miller's performance in the movie is not good um on top of that but that's uh, totally
1: different than what they've done like you're yeah, allowed I to know, not but think i, but I think
0: good. i think you're allowed to not like the movie because it's it, because of the uh, person in it as a criminal i think that's, but that's then why
1: go see it why see something that because you know it's you're
0: your know. job to go review movies <laughs> Yeah, gotta, but then you're, you're not
1: really reviewing it if you're going to just say i don't like it because they're in it
0: yeah but i don't think that's what people are saying i think that's the excuse people are giving to avoid legitimate criticisms against it um they're they're huh. they're, they're they're using they don't want to hear legitimate criticisms of it so they're like well you just didn't like it because you didn't like ezra miller it's like no um, um to that point While we're on this topic, Jake Hefner says, do you think it would be better for The Flash to do poorly in theaters as a response to Ezra Miller's issues and behavior or to do well to reward everyone else involved with the film? Um, I will say this uh, tricky question, as we've talked about messy. The only person that would be... no below the line worker is going to do better because this movie does better. <laughs> the, the, the gaffer is not going to get a better paycheck because the flash does well. Ezra Miller is going to make more money. If the flash does well, David Zoslov's going to make more money. If the flash does well, Andy Muschietti is going to make more money. If the flash does well. Uh, and so that's not either, um, for or against those things. As Roxanne, and both said, we're not going to be like, oh, you should follow your gut, follow your instinct. Um, but while a lot of people did work on it, uh, they've already gotten paid. So, you know what I mean? Like they, it's, eh, so I don't know if like see it or don't see it. But if you're like, I'm going to see it to support everybody else that worked on it, eh, maybe eh, see it because you want to see it. I don't know that you're supporting anybody else by going, seeing it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I also don't know that this movie doing well or not doing well is going to make a, difference about what the dc's plans are moving forward like
0: yeah one would uh, hope it
1: used to be when when we were talking about this early on i remember saying like well you know if this movie makes a billion dollars they're obviously not going to scrap the flash Mm -hmm. i actually don't know that that's true at this point i feel like they've made the decisions that they've made already and it's not contingent on how much money this movie makes
0: yeah i agree yeah i uh, um um and truthfully this is not the world we live in, but I would hope that wouldn't matter anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it does it all the is time. Is a criminal, right? so maybe, but listen, hey, uh, person that tried to overthrow the government's running for president again, so cool, doing great over here, making great yeah. decisions. But okay, so enough of that. I, I just felt like it was important to get out of the way before we talked about the movie itself. So let's get into the movie itself. Spoiler free at first for the kids at home that haven't seen it yet. Um, Roxy, you liked it what did you like about it
1: loved loved it loved sorry Um, sorry you loved it yeah um i i actually distinguish that because or differentiate like from love because so many people were like oh come on you can say this movie is good but to say it's great is ridiculous and it's like that's my opinion
0: Mm -hmm. like
1: i loved it that's an opinion yeah if you didn't love it That's totally fine. That's also your opinion. But I I don't think it's ridiculous to love or not love a movie.
0: You're allowed to love what you want to love.
1: Not what I want to What I did love, you know. I actually was kind of bummed how much I liked this movie. Mm -hmm. I felt like icky about liking this movie as much as I did. But the truth is that I did. So I did, you know. I'm not going to lie and say I didn't like something that I liked. Or loved something that I loved. Um, I I thought that Andy Muschietti did an amazing job with The speed force with um, characters, with time and place, and I thought his uh, the way that he showed certain scenarios, I thought was just like so perfect. I thought coming off of watching The Flash, which budget was too, the TV show, Mm -hmm. budget was too low for what they were trying to do at times. It was so cool to see with more money how you can make something work. Mm -hmm. um and they did i really really liked um our the batman of it all Mm -hmm. i thought that was just like the fucking shit um this is spoiler free still dj right spoiler free so the batman of it all i'll just kind of leave it at that Mm because i don't feel like you can really talk about it put a
0: pin in that we'll more batman Um, later
1: literally and figuratively (laughs) that was great i really liked supergirl um I wish that we got more Iris West. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and and Iris West was for all intents and purposes, she was not in the movie. I mean, yeah,
0: it would have been. That's kind of the issue with jumping right into a story like Flashpoint. It's like we'll get to Flash's supporting cast later, and it's like, well, why?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I just was like, so bummed about that. Yeah. Um, there was a couple characters who were in the movie more than she was that I was mm-hmm. like, huh, yeah. You really like these other characters that we could be spending time with Iris. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, did. I think it was a perfect movie. No. I also, if you go back to seven or eight years, whenever Ezra Miller was cast and then you go back to the episode of justice league, when I was doing DC movie news, Mm -hmm. um, I, Ezra has always been, this was prior to choke slam gate in Iceland.
0: I can't confirm this. Having talked with Roxy about this repeatedly, I can confirm this.
1: (laughs) My least favorite performer of the Justice League. Yeah. Um, As uh, The Flash. I've actually really liked Ezra in other roles. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like Ezra's Barry Allen fully works. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like this was the strongest performance of Ezra's as Barry Allen.
0: I think Um, that's fair.
1: Likely because... They got two shots. Um, So, you know, but like, and also they
0: got an opportunity to make fun of themselves, which was the most endearing. I'm like, oh, Ezra's Barry feels the same way I do about Ezra's Barry. Interesting.
1: Right. Right. Um, That being said, there were times in which Barry Allen was unbearably annoying. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like the character Barry Allen ever has to be unbearably annoying I just watched Grant for nine years never once annoy me. Yeah. So... um,
0: Even in the final season?
1: He didn't annoy me.
0: That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So... I think we're not wrong. We're not
1: wrong. Regardless of... And can I say that I'm watching this in a vacuum like DJ said? Absolutely not. So does it slip into my mind a little bit sometimes? And that does hinder uh their performance yes but also prior to everything i already had qualms with ezra miller's barry allen
0: yeah so, and, and again that's kind of my point is that nobody watches anything in a vacuum and, it, and it, uh, to me that latches on to your point of like you love what you love you know what i mean this spoke to uh, things that you you love and you enjoy you liked you liked the way they they approach that that's There may be only stupid answers, but there's no wrong answer. You know what I mean? Like, you love it. Like, that's fine. And nobody watches shit in a vacuum. I'll say, for me, um, I know DJ talks, right? And people complain I never like anything. But truth be told, there's always this moment, for the most part, and it happened with The Flash. I like seeing movies in theaters. I like being in the theater. I like that moment. There's that moment before the like, lights go, go down and the, and the screen comes up that you're like, oh, this could be really cool. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really like the trailers. I don't. I'm not, I, Unlike Roxy, I did, I did like Ezra Miller as part of the ensemble. I understood the choice as part of the Justice League ensemble. As I think about it, and, can you think of another time where Ezra Miller has been the lead?
1: Um, perks of being a wallflower, I guess is three leads, right? Yeah.
0: I didn't see that. So I, it's, so it's a legit question. Like I've only seen Ezra in fantastic beasts flash and, um, something is wrong about Kevin. And even though he, they are the title character, it's Tilda Swinton's movie. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I honestly can't think of a time where Ezra is the lead. I would
1: say perks is probably the closest, but no, no, not like the, just number one. Yeah. yeah.
0: And now yeah. having watched this, even though unlike Roxy, I didn't, I didn't, I actually enjoyed Ezra in Justice League. I think there may be a reason we haven't seen them as the lead, um, uh, having seen this. But, so even though, like, I'm not watching trailers, there's this moment of, like, I could really, and almost like a conflicted feeling. Like, what if I do really enjoy this? Because I do like the Flash. I've been waiting for a Flash movie for decades. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, so the, maybe this could be really cool. And there was choices, like, right at the top of, like, oh, these are the jokes we're making. Oh, these are the the choices we're making. Yeah, the first
1: scene that you didn't enjoy, which I won't give spoilers on, but I was so hooked on that I... And I know you didn't like it. That set the tone for the entire movie.
0: Yes, so I think that's a good example of, like, the movie lets you know, are you in or out pretty early on? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And unfortunately for me, it was out. I think um, again, a lot of broad comedic decisions that I don't think really land a lot of, and I, and I do not know because this movie has been shot and reshot and reedited a lot of really gummy distracting CG. I think for a bulk of the movie, the costume CG, I couldn't tell you why it's distracting. Did you see him
1: talk about that?
0: No, is that he, that they said something.
1: Yeah, Andy Muschietti said like that was all very deliberate because, let me pull up the actual quote. I thought please do
0: because I thought we learned after Green Lantern that I shouldn't say that because most of the Spider-Man costumes in Tom Holland's run are CG and it's distracting there too. And it's and I love Black Panther. The first Black Panther movie is costumes mostly CG. It's a bad decision. It's distracting. Stop doing it. Do real costumes. Do real practical costumes. Um, uh, Okay,
1: so. Talking to io9 via Gizmodo, Andy Muschietti confirms that the effects was supposed to be put the audience in Barry's POV. He he explains, the idea, of course, is we are in the perspective of the flash. Everything is distorted in terms of lights and textures. We enter this water world, which is basically being in Barry's POV. It was part of the design. So if it looks a little weird to you, that was intended.
0: Okay, well... I thought it made the movie look ugly and I would say, don't do it. And that also sounds a little hand wavy. Like, listen, I know the CGI wonky is wonky. That was a choice. Sure. It yeah. Was. D- Whatever. I know, definitely.
1: There's a lot of people on Twitter that are like, you know, okay. For example, Nina says our CG was meant to look like shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's not that it uniformly looks like shit. Uh, and, and it makes me wonder if the, the problem is so much of this movie is CG, like a huge, like things that, Like, why is that CG? It feels unreasonable to expect a CG studio. I don't know what they were being paid, but I'm going to assume not enough. Uh, It just seems like an... And especially and I think there's I won't get into spoilers, but there's um, specifically stuff in the speed force that considering things we do later, let's say cameos we do later in the movie that we wanted to set the tone for like, hey, this is going to look like a, a video game cutscene from the PS3 so that things that later it looks uniform. And it's like, sure, uh, I, I, it, I found it distracting uh, things I did like on paper. I like what the movie was trying to do to use the Flashpoint story to basically have your character who's been established in a previous movie kind of ride along with their own origin story. That's actually an interesting concept. I think they could have exploited it better in a more of like, it's a wonderful life way. Like, we do it more in the Flashpoint way as opposed to, it's a wonderful life where. I've changed things and here's how my life impacted people. The flashes, I changed things and now things are just changed. And it's like, well, if we tie this more specifically to your impact on the people around you, that's more compelling. Uh, Michael Keaton is great in it. Not for the nostalgia shit. I actually don't care about Michael Keaton's Batman. Uh, he's not, he's, great he's just not my batman he's just great because michael keaton's great like he's just oh, he's just really good sasha Kaye, for the very little bit she's in the movie makes a very good impression liked her a lot uh some of the decisions she's make are incomprehensible but that's fine um and also we'll get into this more the reasoning for michael keaton's batman being in the movie makes no sense <laughs> there's not there's not even like it's just like hey we wanted him in here so he's in here which is fine it just doesn't make sense in the movie um,
1: wow I so disagree with that
0: it doesn't uh, we'll get into it spoilers yeah I'm yeah. curious what you mean it just it, so Um, and as Roxy said as much as I don't think Ezra Miller is strong enough as a lead this might be the best of them we've seen like because like you said they get two shots at it right? Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of it. The movie just didn't work for me. Um it's just fine. Different strokes for different folks. Did you
1: folks. prefer one of the two?
0: Yeah, older, mature Barry. The Barry that was like, "Listen, dude, dial it down."
1: <laughs> Significantly better, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. it's like to the point where it's like, could we have rewritten this so the young Barry is not as much of a dip? Or yeah. maybe even more considering where the movie goes more of a dip, more of like a because yeah, I got yeah. everything I'm kind of an asshole, like maybe lean into that more. Um Let's get into... Wait, before we get into spoilers, we do have questions from the Discord. Solifus, how do you rate the movie in comparison to the CW series? Similarities and differences. Roxy, for you.
1: The movie is significantly better than the show. Grant Gustin is significantly better than Ezra Miller, as Barry Allen,
0: is yes. how I feel. I feel like, mm, that first season of The Flash. Try not to think of the most recent season but that first season of The Flash. Also... The where we ended up with the Flash costume in the CW show, I think, is significantly better than the costume in this movie.
1: I also loved the um Barry Bart TV show relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I and I kind of I yeah, I kind of wish neither neither really taps into what I think is compelling about the Flash, which is a more the character despite his powers is a more down to earth character uh, the rogues are working class villains uh it's not a billionaire fighting psychopaths you know what i mean and i and i feel like we've gotten because of the era we're in we've gotten so caught up with the time travel multiverse stuff which is cool but not as interesting an interesting part of the character as studios seem to think it is um but i'm kind of hoping like maybe we dial it back a bit in the future um leonard kim do the various cameos and side characters distract from the main story or does the movie still do a good job focusing on barry allen slash the flash
1: i think dj and i have different thoughts on
0: this probably maybe we will we'll right. see only one way to I find loved
1: out every single cameo every cameo made sense to me i loved every cameo
0: um i i, I think yes and like i think um yes to both i think the cameos do improve the movie because they are better than ezra miller but also they in, in despite the fact that we get two ezra millers this movie doesn't seem to have in, anything interesting to say about the flash so it almost does feel like they're writing along in their own and this is the part where this happens and then this is the part where this happens and just wait we're getting to it we'll get to michael keaton just hold on a second it's like fucking god man like i don't think supergirl shows up to like the third act um
1: yeah, but people are pissed about that and I'm confused because this is not a Supergirl movie.
0: Yeah, true, true. But I think to, for me, I would say that is a symptom of the fact of the rest of the stuff the movie's doing is not particularly interesting or innovative. And so it's like you promised me cameos in the trailer. Where are those cameos? And it's like you have to wait through all this boring stuff to get to it. <laughs> um, it was is my opinion. And now, gloves off, spoilers, full spoilies. Roxy, I don't even know where to start. Where's a good place What's to start? What's
1: your biggest issue with this?
0: Oh, man, that's also, where do I start? Uh, again, I think it's, I think it's. this is, um, too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, I think th- the instinct of giving Barry an It's a Wonderful Life and he rides along his own origin is stronger than flashpoint and so i think we should have moved away we should have either committed to flashpoint and done thomas wayne batman because that's so basically the explanation is for michael keaton being there is you fucked up time now i'm here and so it's like wait so is this world the michael keaton batman world inconclusive uh, no,
1: i thought they did such a great job with the spaghetti explaining like now this backstory is like this as opposed to like this like that's fine
0: both ways but do you think it would have been more compelling of you went back and you changed things and here's how your life specifically barry impacted other people I, and so I now don't we learned really- why you matter as the flash
1: I don't disagree with – I don't think that – I think that they perfectly explain the Michael Keaton Batman being there and how – that it doesn't necessarily have to have been that exact universe, but things work backwards and forwards, so now this is what that is. Yeah. Um, To your point, yeah, I do think that one of the weaker areas of the movie, although it didn't really bother me because I'm filling in the blanks in my head, but would it have been stronger for them to show some things, at least with a couple of them, is – why isn't there wonder woman why isn't there superman what like superman when we touch on a little bit um why isn't there cyborg how did you not being here make it so or how did you doing that do those things um because it's hard for me to draw a correlation between your mom lives therefore cyborg never gets injured like yeah and i think that's part I of the- need like a little more of how your life in did impact these people um or whatever it is like you said like uh, any aspect of his life how one thing you know the sliding doors effect yeah one thing changes everything could we have seen more of that i definitely think you're right on that it didn't bother me but i i do think we definitely could have
0: yeah and i think it's the same issue with flashpoint the story and it's similar i actually think they explained it better here than in the flashpoint thing basically they make it like your change was like an impact crater and it rippled both directions um i think this one's just a little bit more simpler and a little bit more elegant and a little bit more like yeah just we're moving on um i think and that's great if you're trying to get batman and supergirl and cyborg and wonder woman in this movie i think to your point earlier about not enough iris i think if this movie had been more intimate and less us focus forget about batman forget about Super- let's talk about his dad let's talk about iris let's talk about his supporting cast people that his life has impacted how does that change him him being changed impact their lives um but on the movie's terms again it got michael keaton there michael keaton's great this isn't i i here, here's what i think structurally my biggest issue is imagine if um, Tom Holland, first Tom Holland was in civil war and his first standalone Spider-Man movie was him teaming up with Hugh Jackman to fight Obadiah Stane. And you're like, cool. I guess like part of what makes no way homework is because it's Spider-Man teaming up with other Spider-Man dealing with other Spider-Man villains. So even on a fan service level, we're talking about what Spider-Man means and what Spider-Man has meant. By pairing up Flash with people like... You,
1: I don't get what you're saying.
0: By teaming up Bat, Flash with a Batman and a Supergirl, we're not saying anything about the Flash. We're just like, hey, here's a reference. Hey, here's a reference. At the end, here's a bunch of other references. It doesn't mean anything. I think it's a good example of what... As opposed to teaming him up with who? As opposed to it maybe either A, not teaming up with anybody and having a focus with his supporting characters, or B, teaming him up with other Flashes, if that was an option. Um... And I think it's a good example of what Spider First does really well. Yes, there are a ton of Spider people, but all of this, all of all those references are in service of a larger conversation about what this character means to the audience. And it's not just, it, so that's why I use the example of like Tom Holland's teaming up with Hugh Jackman's Wolverine to fight Obadiah Stane is a lot of references, but it doesn't tell me any, it doesn't say anything interesting about Tom Holland's Spider Man. It's just references. And I think that's where this movie uh, doesn't, I think, work on a conceptual level. It doesn't have anything compelling. For me, it doesn't have anything compelling to say about The Flash and pairing him up with Michael Keaton's Batman. Like, do I care about seeing Michael Keaton's Batman fight one of Zod's minions? No, I'd rather see him fight Danny DeVito's Penguin. Are, are we talking about Michael Keaton's Batman? I want to see that world. Just shoving Michael Keaton's Batman into the Zack Snyder world isn't interesting to me.
1: But I thought that each part, and obviously this didn't work for you. Yeah. I thought that each character so enhanced the Flash. And we like when we see the team, the new Justice League, which is Flash 1 and Flash 2, Supergirl Mm -hmm. and Michael Keaton. Like, okay, Flash 1, older Flash, and Flash 2 shows a lot about the Flash, right?
0: Yeah.
1: If this is what every person with a dead parent ever has known... If your parent doesn't die, you end up being a different person. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. Better or worse. uh, You know, it goes one way or the other. That's why every single Disney princess, every single superhero, it's the easiest way to make somebody different because it affects your entire life, especially when you're that young. Mm -hmm. So I think that the two of them playing off of each other really showed that. Then I thought that the um, Supergirl angle of it all really worked to show – I did this because it's the right thing to do mm-hmm. shows that he's a superhero because of where he's ended up in his life, because of the things that have happened to him and there, and then the choices that he's made. Why did you do that? And I love that they had him older, older flash carry her the whole time. Why yeah. did you still save me?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, because you needed help.
0: I did and it because I needed to motivate you to help us later.
1: <laughs> I didn't feel that way. Yeah. I, I really felt like, why did you save me? Because I looked at you and you needed saving. And I think that's what makes a superhero not just doing things because you know the person, you know, not just going back to help save your mom because she's your mom, helping people who need help, period.
0: Um,
1: And so that her influence and like their relationship really worked for me. And then same thing with Michael Keaton's Batman. I think that it's it was cool seeing and full spoilers, yeah. all of the Batman and how he interacted, because in every universe, in every timeline, in every situation, kid still a kid needs a mentor and mm-hmm. that looks different and always but to know that you don't know enough to know and i and i loved michael keaton batman's choices to let this kid make decisions yeah i think this is dumb as shit but i'm gonna flip this switch for you because you have autonomy over your own life and i'm gonna help you do that i just thought that they all had such influence on how as an audience member i felt about the flash yeah i actually loved how barry allen was written in this Mm -hmm. um what's her name dj christina hobson
0: uh yeah uh from hobson or
1: hodson like
0: h-o-d-s-o-n hodson
1: and she did birds of prey yes which i fucking loved as i well. love birds of prey too um
0: she also I did bumblebee that, which is good she's there's a reason she keeps getting work she's good
1: yeah she's super solid and yeah. and while sometimes ezra miller's choices didn't work for me as barry allen
0: yeah
1: i thought that barry allen was written exceptionally like on paper this was my Barry Allen. Like the way that all the people are interacting and the way that I felt about Barry in this, um, I I was just like, wow, this really allowed the flash to shine, which is why the criticisms being that um, Supergirl wasn't in it enough as much as I want to see more Supergirl in the future. It's not her story. This really is Barry's story. And I feel like they really did tell Barry's story. I also thought that Barry's relationship with Nora in this was... They actually never named her, but I'm calling her Nora.
0: Yeah, I mean, I yeah. Don't think, she would yeah. have to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. <laughs> but, I don't remember the name drop. Hold on,
1: they never said it. She's just, just like, mom. Is there going to be some <laughs> weird twist here or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, but his relationship with Nora, I thought was... That actress is fucking awesome. Um, and she's from Ichu Mama Mama Tambien, I think. Okay. Um, she is... I loved... I loved the softening of Barry around like just, I thought that that was great too. So the dynamics all worked for me in a way that really elevated Barry. Um, And I didn't need him to be fighting. I know this isn't what you're saying, but Grodd, like I didn't need the big bad of this to be um, reverse flash or Grodd or, um, you know, I, I liked that we did keep it in house and I liked that. And I liked the choice to make Barry, through different versions of Barry the villain
0: yeah I think we could have done more with that and then tied it back to her the mom dying it's interesting it's an interesting choice that the movie leaves that still a mystery about what happened um to her um also I mean by the way it's so fucking so st- Sorry, sorry. I don't want to rain on everybody's parade. Uh, I—it's uh, one of those things, and it's a—it's a problem with the, I have with most of the movie where it's like, okay, yeah, this works, and then you think about it, you're like, wait, that doesn't make sense. The dad, great—the dad didn't look in the camera. I think it's implied the camera bugged out because Barry traveled back in time. He's able to save his dad without changing. I the don't timeline. feel that way. Fine, but. The dad, there wasn't receipt. Nobody saw him in the store. It's just early two thousands. There's no digital record of the purchase he made. <laughs> like, um, like the nope. They just we're throwing him in the slammer. Arr! Um, which you know maybe uh, you know our law our, our legal system fucking blows. Um, but um, what did you think about all the CGI homunculi that they throw at us at the end of like, hey, here's. Uh, the CG version of Christopher Reeves' corpse. Here's a CG version of George Reeves' corpse. <laughs> Here's Nicolas Cage.
1: Um, so I thought this this totally worked for me. Yeah, I would get why it wouldn't for somebody. It was silly as shit. Yeah, like I think that this was the campiest moment. The when we see Nick Cage, it's just like I I thought that was hysterical. Like yeah. genuinely giggling to myself. Like. This is funny, what I like that it stands for is like in a different life, in a different world, the death of Superman lives, Mm -hmm. is there like exists. And like, that's the whole point of comic book movies, right? Like, you know, there's still none of this negates the other thing. There's still, um, Chris Reed, there's still, there's, it's all out. It still exists. It's all there. Yeah. I like you, struggle with big CG things. Yeah. Um, and in this movie, that's no different. Like, my least favorite part of Shang-Chi is the third act. The because, dragon fight. Yeah. Like, holy shit, do we have to end everything with big CG monsters and stuff? This, I feel like maybe because there was so much CG throughout, like you've referenced. It didn't feel as jarring mm-hmm. because it wasn't like we went from a first act and second act with no CG yeah. to all of a sudden like uh, just it, it kind of like flowed a little more for me.
0: Yeah. Which I guess is maybe his plan worked. The one thing and, and we're running along so maybe we'll end on this. But the one thing I did like about that sequence is. So for people that didn't see the movie, but for some reason are letting us spoil it for you. And I guess in the Speed Force, they give a name to that little domey area, but whatever. He's able to see other worlds that are like film reels with whatever. And one of them is George Reeves, classic black and white Superman. And in a moment he looks deeper and we see Jay Garrick's, a version of Jay Garrick's flash in that reality. And I think what that piqued my interest of is instead of just saying, hey, all these things are still out there, which would have been really cool like ten years ago when they first started making this movie. That would have been revolutionary then now it's like, yeah, we know, um what I think I liked about that is the idea of like there's parts of these worlds that you don't know about there could have been a whole George Reeves reality justice League that you don't know about I'm like that's a cool idea, and maybe also because it was an actual I'm assuming it was because obviously George Reeves isn't still around, Christopher Reeves isn't still around, you know what I mean like. That actor, there wasn't a Jay Garrick, the Flash in the George Reeves show, would have been cool if there was. And so here's an original actor imagining what if. It's like, that's a cool what if. Like, I, I'm into that. I like that maybe there's an Alan Scott running around that universe. That's cool. Um, and um, if you guys do a George Reeves, com- I personally like to imagine George, Re- George Reeves' Superman hanging out with Adam West Batman. And I like to imagine Krista Reeves' Superman hanging out with uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, but we don't live in that reality, but maybe somewhere out there. Uh, but I did like that aspect of it. Um, and I guess, here's a better note to end on. Are we seeing Ezra Miller's Flash? And what reality does he end up in? Because the last reveal is the Batman now is, spoilers everybody, George Clooney's Batman. <laughs>
1: I don't know what to make of that, DJ. I think
0: I didn't it's understand supposed what to, be to make of jokes. that. It's just jokes, but it's like, yeah, but we actually have questions about what continuity we're in now.
1: Right, right. I didn't know what to make of that. And I also didn't know what to make of the Aquaman scene.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. It was like, oh, all right. So it's just a, it's not, it's a, I, clearly those actors seem to like each other. And I like Jason Momoa. And so it's cool to see them pal around. It, considering the implications of this movie, this is a weird choice.
1: So, so I genuinely trying to break this down. I love seeing George Clooney because uh, George Clooney is amazing. Yeah. However, I don't and know. And it is a
0: funny, co- admittedly funny callback.
1: It is. Yeah. However, what does that, what does it actually mean? Yeah. Um, and the Aquaman thing, I couldn't tell what they were trying to tell us.
0: That these two are friends. Why is he in a
1: puddle? <laughs> is he, what's he upset about? What happened? I, I'm missing something.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I, I honestly think maybe it's just supposed to be a joke, which is again would be fine if we weren't in this intermediary phase where, like, I'm expecting you to tell me something about what's next. Like, I think specifically, well, James we know Gunn there's told an us
1: Aquaman movie coming.
0: Yeah, but this clearly doesn't tease that. I don't think.
1: <laughs> in this, did you think he was Aquaman?
0: Yeah, because they say stuff about... I was I was waiting that whole scene to be like, are you going to explain that he fixed it so George Clooney's not Batman anymore? <laughs> and they never get around to like but, but commenting think, on the movie. The
1: cur- you think he was he's Aquaman?
0: Yes. I think so. I think maybe it's supposed to imply that things are fixed and everything's back to normal, but I don't know that the scene does a good job of uh, expounding on that idea. Huh. Yeah. Anyway... That's The Flash. Roxy, before we go, what should the kids be looking out for from you?
1: You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. I'll keep you posted there.
0: Gosh, dang it. If you want to hear her thoughts about these movies, she posts them a lot of times like the next day. So follow her on the socials. I do. Yeah. Follow her on the socials. You can find me at DJ Talk Trash. You can follow this show everywhere that matters at Only Stupid Answers. But on Twitter.
1: Yank out the vowels from stupid.
0: And we will see you all next time. On-